Hey there, welcome back. I'm Jesse D, a master's student in ecology and evolution and an open world RPG gamer. You're listening to episode two of Gamer's Guide to Ecology, where I play popular open world RPGs from an ecological perspective. On today's episode, I talk about the biodiversity and notable animal behaviors observed in Red Dead Redemption 2. You can follow along with my playthroughs on twitch.tv slash justjessyd on Thursday and Friday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. If you recall, ecology is the study of how organisms interact with their environment. Last week on episode 1, I talked about the biomes in RDR2 and the impacts of human activity on the in-game environment. We learned that these impacts are called anthropogenic disturbances. That type of large-scale view of ecology is called landscape ecology. There are other levels of ecology too, ranging from broad interactions, like how carbon dioxide concentration impacts global temperature, to specific interactions like how plants or animals regulate their water at high temperatures. In this episode, I'm going to focus on community and behavioral ecology. I'll give you an overview of the in-game biodiversity, and then talk about some excellent examples of realistic animal behaviors. Finally, I'll wrap up with my thoughts on animal-player interactions, such as hunting and fishing in the game. Community ecology is the study of interactions between populations of different species living in a given area. The diversity of all living things in an area is referred to as its biodiversity, or species richness. The developers of Red Dead Redemption 2 modeled a high level of biodiversity, with about 200 animal species and 40-plus harvestable plants. The harvestable plants can be used to make food, medicine, or poisons in-game. In biology, life is classified using a seven-tiered system according to an organism's evolutionary lineage and genetic similarity to other organisms. This system is called taxonomy, and the tiers are domain, kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, and species. Each class of animals in the phylum chordata are represented in RDR2, fish, amphibians, reptiles, birds, and mammals. In-game, you can find fish in rivers, lakes, and swamps, such as pickerel, gar, muskie, perch, bass, salmon, trout, and sturgeon. Bullfrogs and two species of toad are the only in-game amphibians, but reptiles have quite a few representatives in venomous snakes, snapping turtles, alligators, iguanas, and more. The developers modeled a huge variety of bird species, too, including small songbirds, jays, crows and ravens, waterfowl, gulls, birds of prey, herons, and egrets. Finally, mammals in RDR2 are especially diverse. Large and small, domesticated and wild, solitary and social. Solitary animals are those that live on their own and only interact with others of their kind to mate. Social animals are those that live in groups. Social animals can live in groups for safety, for access to mates, for ease of hunting, or for help raising offspring. I love that animals interact realistically with one another in this game. Herbivores graze on grasses and quickly flee if the game's character approaches. Carnivorous predators, like cougars and wolves, intelligently hunt and stalk their prey. Bears patiently catch fish in rushing mountain streams. Cats catch small birds and rats and scratch at wooden posts. Hawks dive down and catch fish from lakes and snatch snakes and rabbits out of tall grasses. Even animals with horns and antlers, like deer and bighorn sheep, battle it out in head-to-head combat. Literally. The developers did a really great job capturing animal behaviors. As for animal and player interactions, my inner ecologist is happy because you can complete a compendium in this game, which is a sort of catalog or encyclopedia of all the animals in the game. 
You add records to your compendium by completing a set of tasks for each animal. The tasks include studying the animal close up or using binoculars from far away, tracking the animal, and then killing and skinning it. Although not to the extremes of killing and harvesting, completing a catalog of creatures is often mandatory in real-world land surveys before houses can be built on top of wilderness areas. However, one thing I don't like about this game is that it encourages trophy hunting by rewarding players for hunting rare and unique animals, referred to as legendary animals in-game. Trophy hunting is a wasteful form of hunting where whole or large portions of the animal are put on display, but the meat is not used for sustenance nor the hide for creating materials. To wrap up, I think the folks at Rockstar Games did a great job of modeling animals and realistically capturing many of their interactions and behaviors at a community and individual scale. Thanks so much for listening today. If you'd like to support the podcast, like and review it on whichever platform you're listening, and please follow and subscribe to my Twitch channel as well. Come say hi during streams at twitch.tv slash justjessied, that's J-U-S-T-J-E-S-S-I-E-D. Your support means that I can buy more open-world RPG games and keep making episodes about in-game ecology. Thanks for tuning in, hope to catch you next time. Theme music is called Rain Song by Brett Eagleston, and you can hear more of his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com.